This is episode six of my Digital Life show for June 25th, 2013. I'm Rob Greenlee, and thank you for downloading or just clicking play from my website from all over the world. My focus this week is YouTube content, good video podcast content, or are we seeing the YouTubization of video podcasting? Uh, Is this a good or bad trend, or is it all good? I'll get into that later in the show. The other topic this week is the birth of an animal pet podcasting star is happening this week. And I will dive into that as well. And the other last two things are I'm going to follow up on my backyard aquaponics project as I go back into the greenhouse for a report later in the show. And lastly, we'll hear some show comments from Sean and Jim. So I can be reached at rob at robgreenly.com or on Twitter at Rob Greenlee, or in iTunes, the Windows Phone podcast area, and Stitcher, the show can be found. And I also manage the podcast content area for Windows Phone and Zoom at Microsoft. And if you have a podcast and you'd like to get that added to the catalog, please send me an email to podcasts, and that's with an S, at Microsoft.com. Well, let's dive into the topics that I have for this week. Uh, We are seeing the birth of an animal pet podcasting superstar that's happening. The launch of a Little Bub show series from Revision 3 and Discovery was launched this past week. The first episode was only about a minute and 44 seconds long, but it was definitely awe-inspiring. There's no question about it. You you should definitely go check it out. The name of the show is Lil Bub, and that's L-I-L space B-U-B. It's basically a cat, essentially. It's had some great success on YouTube. And uh, what uh, Revision 3 decided to do, since this uh, this cat is so cute and cuddly and has an army of loyal fans that they figure they would create a show on their network th- that focused on the life of this cat. And I guess this cat won the best cat on the internet award. I guess it was through some Friskies or Whiskas contest online. I guess the first version of this uh, show, uh, it was basically like a like a preview episode. It wasn't even a, a full show. Garnered about 212,000 views in four days on YouTube. And his page on, on YouTube already has 34,000 followers. And this cat is a little unusual. Uh, I guess it has quite a few birth defects. I mean, you, you should definitely go to the about this cat uh, and read up. He has um, shorter than normal legs and kind of a, a shorter jaw than what's normal. And he's just kind of like a, a very tiny cat that looks really, really cute and has uh, his tongue is always sticking out. So anyway, I think this is a this is kind of a unique moment in the podcast um, area. And I just wanted to let you all know about it because it, it definitely got my attention when I watched this first episode. We may be seeing the the birth of an animal pet podcasting superstar here. So definitely go check it out. Then I also wanted to do a follow-up update on my episode one of this show. My aquaponic system is up and fully operational. And I wanted to give a little greenhouse report from in the greenhouse of the, the status of this. It, it won't be too long, but I just wanted to give you an update from inside the greenhouse. So let's go ahead and play that. Well, as you can hear, 
That is the sound of bubbling water and flowing water. And I have the aquaponics system that is set up in my backyard, up and operational. And things are happening and I do have some produce starting to grow in here. But over the last week, I was able to get water into the system and get it up and running. I actually gave a report um, a couple weeks ago on the status of uh, the aquaponics system in my backyard and just wanted to do a follow-up with it. Actually, I'm standing inside of the greenhouse right now and things are flowing. I have uh, two what's called media grow beds, which are comprised of basically little pumice-shaped balls and the, the water just flows through those and drips down into what's called deep water culture raft beds, which are basically two, um, yeah, so I have two media grow beds that are about oh, three feet long, each one of them by like maybe almost two feet wide. And then I have a fish tank that sits underneath those grow beds that's uh, about five feet long by about three feet tall. And that's where the fish actually live. And they poop and do their thing and live their lives inside of that tank and create fertilizer for the complete system that will grow lettuces and tomatoes and whatever we want to grow in here. It's basically a a dirtless (laughs) growing system um, that just uses flowing water and um, waste that's generated by, uh, by fish. It's a complete natural process. And so the water runs up into these media grow beds that sits on top of the fish tank. And water flows through those and falls down into these, what's called these deep water rafts, which I started to, to mention there. They're basically long, um, uh, basically tanks that are about a, a foot tall. They're about five feet long by a, by a foot tall. And they have like a piece of foam that actually sits on top with uh, holes drilled in the foam. And that's where the plants grow. And their, their roots just dangle into the water. So the water provides all of the nutrients and oxygen that the plant needs to grow and thrive. And it's actually a system that will... Uh, grow produce a lot faster than growing in dirt because it, it gives the plant all the nutrients that it needs to uh, to thrive. And it's inside of a greenhouse, so I have uh, you know fairly controlled temperature. It's warmer in here. Uh, it's protected from the, the elements. And I'll actually post a photograph of this system as part of this blog post. Uh, in this podcast so you can actually see what it looks like actually I'll probably even try and get up a video as well so you can actually see how it works as well um, but it's actually pretty pretty neat I have grow lights that are above it and I also have a um, a, a fish tank heater that keeps the, the temperature of the fish tank at a fairly constant temperature though it's summertime in the northwest and uh, it can get a little warm up here But I just wanted to give a little report from inside of the greenhouse again, an update. And uh, I appreciate you listening to my podcast. Um, So I'm going to go out with the sound of water.
Well, it's always fun to to take this show out into the real world and, and hear the sounds of the, the real world life out there. And, and it's always soothing to hear the uh, sound of flowing water and bubbling things. So the aquaponic system is in the process of cycling from a biology perspective. I'm basically doing a uh, what's called a fishless cycling of the, the biofiltration in the system. So I can add fish later and not have a, a possibility of, of uh, killing off any fish in the cycling process. Basically, every aquarium or tank that you have, uh, you know, that you would buy or have fish in has to go through this process. And this is just on a much bigger scale. I've got probably three or four hundred gallons of water in this this whole system. So it it takes takes a little bit of uh, of a process to to go through. And I'm going through and doing water tests and testing the chemistry of the water. And then we're, we're also in the process of um, trying to figure out what plants we want to grow in the, in the aquaponic system. We're leaning towards um, pretty much starting out with like a romaine and fancy lettuces and things like that. But uh, we may branch out and get into eggplant and do other types of things. But I'll, I'll definitely bring a quick update to that here. And I also, uh, I'll post a video to my blog of a, the visual portion of a tour. My next concern with the aquaponic system is my tank water levels and having a pump shutoff system. So if I ever have a, a pump failure or a, a water overflow situation that the system will automatically shut down. I don't currently have that right now. And then also I wanted to add some additional um, kind of insulation in the greenhouse for the winter up here in the Northwest. It gets a little cold. So, um, and definitely go look for my video tour that I'll post on my website at uh, robgreenlee.com. So definitely check that out if you have an interest in a backyard aquaponics system, which is cool, but pretty complex to actually deploy in the real world. So uh, let's dive into my main topic of this week. And it really does get back to this uh, this topic with uh, Lil Bub and is a YouTube video series going to be successful as a podcast? And I think it's an interesting question. It's one that I've posed before, and it really, I guess, maybe gets back to in this bigger discussion about podcasting is just another form of distribution for any kind of media, right? So if you create a show, it can be a minute long or two minutes long or five minutes long or an hour and a half long like my last week's podcast episode was an hour and a half long. I think that there's different expectations in the YouTube area versus video podcasting, or at least it has been in the past. And we may be seeing kind of a transition happening right now. Though I do have to say that on the video podcasting side, short form videos have been around for a long time in the video podcasting area. But I, I do think that the video podcast side has tended to, at least from a, from the past anyway, has tended towards being a little bit more TV-like, a little longer form content. It caters to a little bit older audience than what you typically see on YouTube from a, a, you know, a serialized show type of thing, which tends to be a lot shorter. It tends to be, you know, a person that's um, sitting in front of a webcam and, and just talking to their audience and, and doing that kind of thing where video podcasts have tended to be more TV-like content, a little bit longer form. So I think you have a, this view that or Revision 3 is looking at this a Lil Bub series as being 
you know, we're making it really for YouTube because that's the YouTube consumption paradigm is short form personality driven content. And they're just putting it out as a video podcast to build on that success, I guess. That may not be entirely the case. So that's the impression that I'm getting is that the programming that I'm seeing from video podcasters out there are tending to cater a little more to the YouTube distribution. But I think that this podcast and many others that are being put out by kind of just content creators can be successful in both areas. But I think that keeping it short, like a minute, minute and a half, may be too short for success in the video podcast area. I just think that the expectation is that the viewers want a little more value for the commitment that they have to make to get a video podcast, as opposed to YouTube, where it really doesn't take a lot of commitment to consume content on YouTube. Uh, you just click a play button or we're on the video podcasting side, you typically have, you know, you subscribe and you, it's a little more difficult to find the content and that kind of stuff. The target audiences for, I wanted to draw a little bit more of a demographic kind of profile here. The video podcast audiences tend to skew towards 30 plus around age. The YouTube tends to be less than 30. And I do think that that drives some expectations though. I think Depending on the content, it can certainly appeal to a very wide range of ages. Though I think I have to couch this by saying that video podcasts are being consumed more and more on mobile devices, which tends to be a sh- little shorter form content. So, you know, it may be okay for short form YouTube type content to make it over to video podcasting as another distribution method for those shows. So I think that it's very possible for those shows to be successful in in both sides. Though I do think that podcasts, just in general, is a domain that's starting to really be dominated by audio and on-demand radio. And I think that will be the type of content that will continue and flourish in the podcast area, where video side will always be kind of a sideline player. One other kind of twist to this too is uh, CNET TV has a a show called, uh, it's the Always On Show with Molly Wood. This started out as a video podcast and and a streaming show on CNET's website. But if you go watch it now, it's trying to become a real TV show. It has basically breaks that are perfect for the insertion of TV like ads. And I think it definitely mirrors the production model of a regular broadcast TV show, uh, which may be where they're trying to go with that show. And it may wind up on a CBS affiliate or something like that or on Saturdays or something here down the line. So that's a wrap on my main topic for the show this week. Uh, It's going to be a little bit shorter show than what we've had the last couple of weeks because I had conversations with uh, other folks on the show. That's not going to be the case this week, but uh, next week I definitely want to dive a little deeper into the global podcasting topic and we'll be hopefully speaking with some other folks um, overseas, you know, about those trends, what I'm seeing there to dive a little deeper into that topic. So Let's move on to talk about the comments that I got from last week's show. Didn't get a lot of comments about last week's show, and I think we're kind of at the beginning of that topic discussion out there. But I did get a comment from Sean, who is associated with a website called nomarket.org. And Sean says, thanks for the information on the Leaf, because I, I did talk about the, my Nissan Leaf in last week's um, show. Yeah, he says, thanks for the information on the Leaf, um, Rob. 
We're probably still a few years off from a new vehicle purchase, but my wife and I are seriously considering going the electric car route uh, for our next car. Thanks, Sean, for the comment. I think it's a, that's a wise decision to consider your next car as being an electric car. I think it's a, it's a smart way to go as you look into the future. And I think the increasing focus on climate change and, and what's happening uh, around our CO2 emissions, I think it's an important move that all of us need to be, to be considering in the future. And I appreciate that comment and that consideration. I would love to hear more comments from listeners here about the whole topic of the globalization of podcasting. I think it'd be, be great. And if you do go to the site and make a, a comment about that, I'll definitely talk about it on the show and, and uh, we can keep that topic going. Um, so anyway, I also got a audio comment last week from Jim Munchback from imakeyourmoneycount.com podcast. And let's play his audio message they sent me. He sent me on an MP3 file. And let's listen to it right now. Hello, Rob. Jim Munchback here at imakeyourmoneycount.com. It's a weekly podcast for students of personal finance. I'm a professor at the Bauer College of Business at the University of Houston. I teach personal finance. And I also have a weekly podcast, but I was just wanting to leave you this message to tell you how much I appreciate your podcast. I listened to all four of the first, well, the first four episodes when I went out on a walk this week in Houston, Texas. And I was, I'm eager to hear the, the next episodes and Hope we can connect some more offline and online. And uh, thanks again. And I also got your email that my podcast was accepted in Microsoft. So that's cool. And it's good to know you. A lot of my friends, Cliff Ravenscraft, and a lot of our friends in the podcast mastermind know you and talk about you. And uh, so anyway, I feel like I'm connected to a resource and a, a guy who knows a lot about a lot of things. Uh, mainly podcasting. So anyway, looking forward to getting to know you more and thanks for your show. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Well, Jim, thanks so much for the nice comments. Feel free to reach out to me anytime that you have a question or you want to make a, make a comment. And as you can hear, I love getting your ideas and thoughts in audio on the show. So send your MP3 file to me or, or just let me know if you have topics that you want to hear about on the show, send them to rob at robgreenlee.com. And I would be more than happy to play them on the show. So, well, that's the whole show this week. I'm Rob Greenlee, and I'm the, the podcast guy for Windows Phone and Zune. And I, I want to thank you for listening to my thoughts here today. I also co-host the New Media Show on Saturday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, noon Eastern Time with Todd Cochran, CEO of Raw Voice. We actually don't have a show coming up this coming Saturday, or actually the next two Saturdays. It's kind of a holiday break for us. Please keep us in mind, and uh, like I said, Send me your thoughts to robgreenlee.com. And if you uh, are on Twitter, follow me and I will follow you back. Uh, I am at Rob Greenlee and that the last name is spelled G-R-E-E-N-L-E-E. -E -E. And if you're a podcaster, shoot me your feed. If you want to get into the Windows Phone and Zoom podcast catalog, that's podcast at microsoft.com. I'm also on Google+, LinkedIn, and Facebook. So just look me up. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you next week. 